So let's start. So welcome once again to our latest Cisco IT, Cisco GeekCast. Um, our topic today is the Civil War movie. And before we move on, let's do a quick roll call. I'm your host and moderator, Arthur Wu. To my right, Nick Choi. Don Nguyen. Artie Patel. And Kai Chen. On the phone. Ronald Wong over here. Anthony Wu. All right, great. So welcome, everybody. Um, and today's latest podcast, we are going to talk about the Civil War movie. Now, Woo-hoo! just to provide some context, it, um, I will provide some context as usual. We'll break it down and talk about some thoughts and ideas. We'll give it a, a rating at the end. And... There we go, right? So feel free. We'll definitely go with Ronald first this time. He has to leave early. But before we jump into that, uh, let me provide some a little bit of context because I, I, I like to do that, and um, it's always fun. So Civil War was based on a, a Marvel comic limited series uh, 10 years ago, actually. So it's a quite a – I thought it was only five years old, but it's actually 2006. Um, and it's basically in the Marvel Universe, very similar. Uh, superhuman registration was a big deal. It was Iron Man versus uh, Captain America. But uh, some of the, the similarities um, from the book to the movie were that you know, there was a supervillain who uh, some folks were fighting. He blew up. Some innocents were killed, and, uh, which prompted the whole superhuman registration thing. So similar like the movie, uh, which we'll talk about in a second. That's the premise. Uh, and I'm glossing through the book really quick here now, by the way, right? Very, also very similar. Um, some people are very upset. Um, some parents went to Tony Stark and said, hey, guys, this is unacceptable. And it became a fever pitch that within the United States, it became a, the law of the land. So we're in the movie. It, it's more of the whole world trying to police um, you know, superhuman populations, specifically the Avengers. In the Marvel Universe, in the books, it was really a, a U.S.-centric thing, right? Um, in the book, uh, one of the major differences in the movie is that um, Spider-Man, who does play an integral part in the actual book versus the movie, uh, reveals himself to be Peter Parker as a show of support for the Registration Act. It was actually ridiculous, in my opinion. He would never do that. It was a dumb move. Um, but it's one of those things that um, he did as part of you know, being on Tony Stark's side in the book and then later on switching over to Cap. Spoiler alert, okay? But uh, this is a 10-year-old story, so I'm not going to really worry about that too much. Um, the book, in my opinion, started out good, fell apart toward the middle to the end. It just became a lot of mindless fighting and and didn't really go into ideology or talk about the differences between, um, you know, the the need for accountability versus the individual freedoms. Uh, the whole thematic thing was lost. And, you know, they were recruiting super villains to fight. And it just got kind of ridiculous. The artwork was very good, by the way. The art is awesome throughout the seven-issue miniseries. But uh, the book, in my opinion, wasn't that great. Um, the movie, obviously takes a lot of liberties with that. It doesn't have all those things. And again, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, it, it's more like civil skirmish in the movie versus civil war, but the name has a lot of brand heft weight. So that's why they use civil war. But I mean, it really wasn't really a war per se, right? But that's besides the point. Um, in the book, um, Cap surrenders. So Nick, you know, no commentary. Um, <laughs> he, does, he does realize that, hey, you know what? What are we doing? And he decides to give himself up because uh, he thought, you know, we're, they're fighting for no reason. And the whole book is is a bit controversial because they more or less slanted it toward Iron Man's side um, because he was almost the villain uh, because they wanted the Marvel Universe to be in a different place after this event. So they slanted it more toward him and they had to make Cap lose so that superhuman registration was the law of the land so they can tell new stories afterwards. So the book was obviously definitely directed that direction. Um, and so it was different. I would say if you really want more details about the actual Civil War book, the link is there. Thank you, Ronald, for <laughs> sharing that. Uh, <laughs> 
I do not endorse <laughs> nor support any of this. Um, but um, uh, Ronald, I don't know what your last name is, so whoever uh, shared this with me <laughs> uh, was endorsing this. What I will say is um, the better book to read is Casualties of War. It was actually a, a spin-off book, not a spin-off, but a, a crossover book. It was actually where Tony Stark and, and Steve Rogers, they met on neutral ground Avengers Mansion and actually talked about the themes and debates. They had a little fight, but that was actually the better part of the story for Civil War. That should have been in the main story, in my opinion, because they actually debated and talked about history and blah, blah, blah. Uh, it would have made the overall Civil War story better. Um, so again, um, thanks, I think, either to Dot or Ronald for sharing that, but I think that is a better story to read. If I think it was uh, Ronald. Or... It wasn't me. Okay, it wasn't Dot. Okay. Way, if you don't want to participate in the links, I have Arthur's physical copy. Oh, okay. That's physical Ooh, books, by the yeah. way. So, um, Casualties of War is a much better story. So, um, you know, if you... from this to... Uh, it's, it's, um, it's, it's not a spinoff. It takes place in parallel to the main story. What My point is, it should have been in the main story because the main story was sort of like, eh, you know. It really should have, yeah. Yeah, but this this part of it was actually really good. They they don't they don't take sides on either one. They they really present both sides as fairly equal, and and that's the way it should be, right? It shouldn't slant it toward one or the other. So with that, um, let's get that's to the, the movie. Little, yeah, let's get to the movie. That's the quick little. <laughs> Yeah. As we go around, are we going to say like each of us whose side we're on and why and all that? Oh, uh, we could. To you. We could. But um, that's, that's the quick history lesson. Um, and then we'll now let's start with Ronald because he has to leave early. Um, thoughts, pros and cons, or thoughts in general. We can all interject, of course, and then you know give a rating um, in case you have to leave early. Or we'll start with Ronald first. Right? But I'll start by saying, man, I loved this movie. This was... Uh, this might actually have been my favorite movie so far in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Wow! Um, it, you know, if if not if not my favorite, then definitely the top three. Right? Um, I, I I was obviously really really excited about this, especially after watching Batman vs Superman, <laughs> which, which actually you know interestingly touches on a lot of the same topics, right? Yeah. I mean, yep. you think they knew like what each other was doing? Superheroes, right? What are they? Um, who are they accountable to? Who watches the Watchers, right? Um, and this this movie, I mean, did that topic so many so much better in so many different ways. Um, I guess I'll just start by saying I totally understand where Captain America and Iron Man are coming from, right? Where Steve Rogers. And Tony Stark, what their positions are, whereas in Batman vs Superman, I mean, honestly, I don't know <laughs> why. Why are they fighting? Why? You know why? I, that was the biggest frustration. Where it, it's like, <laughs> can I just say, Ronald, remember what we said? Like, can't, why don't you just start by saying, hey, 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 I, it, I, I didn't want to fight or whatever. Yeah, like the thirty I mean, seconds you have to be like. I gotta tell you something. How about yeah. we like just fucking? And they kind of did that just right. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like, hey, hey, look, I didn't do it. All right, can we just talk? And I'm like, what? Come yeah. on, just yeah. that. <laughs> right. Just wait. Hold on, Martha. <laughs> so I mean, it, it, it was it, it. You know, Nick, earlier you were saying, let's go around and say who are you? Who do you support? Right. I mean, I know this is going to sound like a cop out, but I I can't decide. I mean, I'm so conflicted between the two. That I cannot say I fully support this one side and do not support the other side. Yes, I, I I was like totally like that's why I was curious as to everyone else. And that 
and, and I, that to me, I think that that shows how good that this movie was in presenting both sides of the story. When you as the viewer, I mean, you, you understand absolutely why each side is fighting, why it comes down to that. And the other thing that I really appreciated is that it's not just political, right? I mean, obviously, it starts off as a political story, right? We have this registration act. It's a, it's a law that they're trying to pass. But when it comes down to it, it's all about, it's really about the friendships between the heroes as they're fighting. It makes me think of that one scene um, when they're, you know, when they have that giant airport battle. <laughs> awesome. Which was fantastic, right? But you see Black Widow and Hawkeye fighting each other. And you're like, whoa, these guys are, these guys are friends. And, and uh, I forget who, I forget who's Hawkeye who says it or, or Black Widow that says it, but they, they, they kind of had this quip. They said, hey, we're still friends after this, right? <laughs> I think Black Widow says it. Hawkeye said, it depends on how hard you hit me. Yeah. So, yeah. You, I mean, you kind of come off as, you know, okay, these are friends that are fighting each other. And then it gets more and more personal as the movie gets along. I mean, when you get to that pivotal scene, when you find out how Tony Stark's parents were killed, I mean, man, that's when it gets yeah. to the personal, personal core uh of this, of this movie. Yeah. Progressing it nicely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any other comments or thoughts, Ronald, like pros or cons or, or ancillary related commentary? I mean, cons, did you have any problem with one, it? Man, I, I would have a hard time picking out cons in this movie, to be honest. Um, I, I really liked it. They did a great job in terms of balancing all the different characters, right? All the different characters. Ready. <laughs> I was like, dude, I if you if you had, I know it's hard to if, if you had to choose a side. Like, say you had to pick one or the other, then who would you? Because that's the same. That's what's good about the movie. It's really hard to, and they're forcing these characters into making. Yeah, what if too. I held a gun to your head? Yeah. What if you were? What if you were? Yeah, that's true. Really <laughs> 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 I would probably have to lean toward. I would probably have to lean toward Captain America a little bit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Here it goes. <laughs> lines, lines are drawn. <laughs> I'm not going to fight anyone for that, though. <laughs> cool. Great. And um, let's, um, unless, you know, feel free, of course, to interject any other stuff, Ronald. But um, your, your overall grade in case we, we lose you early. Oof. Man, I'm going to say this was a nine. Wow, it was it was a blast. I mean, they uh, the action scenes. I mean, was it was fun, right? N- none of it felt dreary, uh, like some other movie <laughs> that we watched recently. <laughs> and uh, man, they they did great jobs with the new characters too. I mean, Black Panther, yeah, Spider Man. I mean, it was pretty ballsy of them to introduce two new characters in a already crowded movie. And they did a fantastic job of introducing you quickly to Black Panther and making you care about him. And Spider-Man, one of my favorite parts was when they just said, hey, you know, Tony Stark was like saying, hey, how'd you get your powers? Peter Parker just said, long story. Yeah, that's all you need to know. And you just knew. They didn't need to tell that whole, you know, Peter Parker, Spider-Man origin story over again. I believe he said. Yeah, I believe he said uh, (laughs) when you have powers and you don't do 
something about stuff that happens yeah. and stuff that happens is your fault. Right, right. Yeah, he alluded to it. Uncle Ben. Yeah, he alluded to it, which is good. Right, and and technically speaking, before uh, before I forget, he didn't. Spider Man didn't have to be in this movie at all. No, at all. But it's just like Dot said before, icing on the cake. But he technically didn't have to be. Black Panther arguably had to be. Spider Man, they didn't, and they admitted that. Like they were once they got the rights to the character. They they fit him in accordingly, but he didn't feel shoehorned in. Yeah, at that least, was, so. it was great. It was so. perfect too. Well, yeah. If they re-ended the movie, and they took him out. It wouldn't have made much of a difference. It would have been a great movie. Right. But this is just like was such a nice touch. Right. Oh, Icing yeah. on the cake. Uh, the cherry on top is what oh, you yeah. said. Absolutely. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So so rating is nine. Wow, that's high. Cool. And your BBS rating was three, I believe. Yeah, I think it was like a two and a half. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a two. Like I look at a face like uh, like his, and I'm like, Ronald would never give a movie a two point eight. Like, oh, exactly. That's uh, surprising. Wow. The gulf is very large. The chasm. <laughs> it, it it could not get any farther. And and Ronald's a DC guy. We have to keep in mind that. So that's it's it's very heartbreaking at the same time. He's a DC guy. So. Really, Ronald, DC guy. Uh, you know, I started out reading DC Comics, um, but lately, I, w- I have been reading mainly Marvel Comics because of the MCU universe. Mm-hmm. There you go. So it's heartbreaking more for him. It should be. So, cool. Thank you very much. So, who else wants to proceed or go in the room? In the, or on the phone, Anthony? Uh, somebody in the room go first. I'll go after. Okay. Let's get some ignorant masses up Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who, right. who would that be? <laughs> it's easy for me to pick a side this one. It's basically whichever side Artie is on, I'm on the opposite oh, side. I like this movie. I like this movie a lot. And um, I think for all the same reasons, the airport battle for me, I thought that was like, yeah, it was like such a good, like an epic fight scene. And in the, the humor of it all, is like, I like the way that they, they put it in because they had, you have Paul Rudd, Oh yeah, the Spider-Man humor, and you have like Tony Stark humor, and all that. It was so good, like all together. Quick comment on the humor: I actually thought they did a much better job of balancing the humor comments than they did in Age of Ultron. I thought Age of Ultron they almost went overboard. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. So they did a very good job. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like more natural. Absolutely. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, for so I, you know how. I feel about. <laughs> no, tell us. Uh, for me, it, it's for the same reason Ronald said. It was like really hard to choose between them because like the whole time, and it was for the reasons where I like you know, I see both sides and I I feel like it was so hard. I was thinking the whole time too, like oh, like my my whole heart is like is like I was like oh, I have to be on like, the Iron Man side, but like with my head. I had to be like on Captain America's side. Wow. Yeah. Usually I, it's the other way around. Like with your head, it's Captain America. Captain America. Yeah. yeah. And funny. I feel that's usually the switch. Actually, that's funny. Yeah. And the, the thing is, for mm-hmm. me, for the Iron Man side, I still get it. Side. It wasn't like where, because the way I was seeing it was that, like you know, they're they're super. Like, why do they have to follow these rules? What? And for once, I was like, oh, Captain America, you, you know, not the goody goody, not, <laughs> not the vanilla. Follow the rules. And, you know, you step up and do what you know. Because these characters, like, they can't really stop them if they, if they can't, they, they basically can do what they want. Why do they have to listen to the government? It's like, they're hunting down Bucky, but, like, if they really wanted to, they, they can't get Bucky. He could just basically do whatever he wants. Like, why should they listen to the government? Especially and when the government get corrupted, you know? 
Yeah, and when Kevin Dunn gets, I actually agree with Cap, but even while I was agreeing with it in my head, I was like, oh, Iron Man's right. During <laughs> 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 the whole movie, I was fighting myself. And Iron Man's side, is, it makes sense. He wasn't like goody goody about it. He's like, let's just pretend like we're doing what they say and we'll really just do what we want. And that, that side made sense to me as well, too. I'm like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. But yeah. uh, in the end, I, you know what? I had to go with, Iron, with, the, with the Captain America. That's who wow. I was on. That's how much I felt. Because you know me, I'm like, I'm usually pretty anti-Captain America. But I was like, pretty, <laughs> Are you really? Anti-Captain? Yeah, I, I just, oh, not yeah. anti, I just find him so boring. <laughs> I but he, so yeah. he doesn't, yeah. What are you doing? No, I, I know. I wanted. You're diffusing it for her. And for like the last weeks, I've been trying to convince. That's why. Okay, I didn't want to go first. I actually wanted to go last. Uh, <laughs> no, the reason I wanted to go last was I've been asking everyone, not just like everyone who's seen the movie, I'm like, hey, whose side are you on? I've been trying to find <laughs> out if everyone on? is on Iron Man's side, and I want to know why, so I can get on that side. I've been trying to figure out. Like, trying to find excuses. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm trying to find excuses. I haven't been able to. And I thought Mala was saying something before. I was like, oh, maybe it could be on. But you said hardest with Captain America, right? No, my hardest one more with Iron Man, because I'm a big Iron Man fan. It's like so Tony Stark fan. Yeah. But if you think about with it. With this movie, I was totally like on the Captain America side. And he got raunchy in the last scene. I was like, ooh. Yeah, when he went like to town yeah. uh, on Iron Man, I was like, oh, yeah. that was pretty nasty. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, yeah. He got raunchy? He talks yeah, like that. Iron Man got raunchy, too. He got to kill Bucky. I was like, oh, yeah. this is good. This is going down. This yeah. movie for me was yeah. so good. The last were like yeah. yeah, he but says, I he, don't care. You, he killed my mom. Yeah. And he just, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why it was so hard to decide because it's real. You're right, Robin starts political, but it gets super personal towards the end. They get intense towards the end, you know? Sure. Where it doesn't matter. That's why it's so much more believable than the Batman Superman. It's like, this is so good. It's like, make, yeah. they make it personal. His parents died. Yeah. And then, man, the last scene when Captain America is just like, uh, uh, I, I'm hard to believe he was just going to drop the shield like on his head. <laughs> I, was like, oh. I, really, yeah. I was like, I, and I would have like, We'll give props for that, but uh, <laughs> oh damn! Uh, I, I, the dead Iron Man. Exactly. There goes the franchise. <laughs> I was on. I was. I. I yeah. And the Captain America. I mean, he went. For me, the whole things I was always like kind of anti-Captain. He's so vanilla, he's so boring. But he kind of just kind of goes against the the whole idea of like, hey, why she would listen to you? He kind of goes against the the established government side. That's why I was. Uh, I gotta go down with it. Captain Well, you know what's really cool about the whole invite? I, I think it's great that you use the word raunching. Oh, that's weird. It's <laughs> um, super weird. Ronald, Ronald and I are chatting about it right now. Like, I think Nick doesn't know what raunchy means. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. You know what I mean. Like, down, down and dirty? It's down, down and dirty. dirty. It's down and dirty. Oh, okay, whatever. Whatever, whatever. Nobody uses it like that, okay? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. This feels not, for me, it's raunchy. It gets, gets there. It's like, it's like dirty. He gets you to Dur- the point where you fighting. almost believe he was going to dirty chop fight. his face in half with his yeah. shield. Dur- dirty fighting. For dirty, yes, yeah. Second, I, I actually thought he was going to. I was yeah. like, oh, no. You know what I mean? When you look back, you knew that wasn't going to happen, but in that moment, yeah. they made you believe. That's how raunchy it got. You're like, oh, he's going to do it. <laughs> oh, he's going to kill him. I'm not going with raunchy. To the credit of the filmmakers and the story, Everybody was expecting somebody to die. Yeah, exactly. So leading up to that moment, you really don't know yeah. whether he's going to do it. Yeah. However, if you read in the news, you would know that Iron Man's not going to die because he was basically <laughs> declared to be an experiment homecoming. Yeah. So I thought you, Rhodey was going to die. You can't really kill the principles in that way no. by another principle. Right? No, I There's no way. Just, in that moment, they take you there. Yeah, they do make you feel. That's great about this movie is that you really don't know what's going to happen. Right. I mean, is War Machine going to die? Yeah. They decide not to kill Captain America and kill War Machine. You don't know. <laughs> right. And they can do anything they want, which was, I think is a great test of the movie because you can't call it. 
Yeah. You know? I mean, to me, the mark of a good movie is whether or not you can see them building a story and say it was predictable. This movie, you know, wasn't completely unpredictable, but at the same time, it wasn't in the least bit predictable. Right. So I don't know. And usually, cool. I'm pretty like the ignorant masses, but you gave me the book to read on this one, like last year, a couple of years ago, and I, I, I liked some of the parts that they, they brought in Spider Man. They, right. they kept some of the, and I thought someone was going to die too because of, you know. Yeah, the book is totally book, different. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. And your rating? Uh, I'll give it a nine as well, maybe nine point five. I didn't really see. There was some. No, nah, I won't say any bad parts, but there was like you know nothing about it that I didn't really. Like, oh, right interesting. Did you see it with your wife? No, no. I saw it with somebody. My my wife and I can't watch these anymore. Because... When is when did you watch it, Nick? <laughs> huh? When did you watch it? Last week. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Two weeks ago. That's pretty fresh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Super fresh. All right. Oh, I have a question, but I don't know. Yes. Because is, is there a reason reason they didn't put Thor? I kind of know why they didn't put Hulk in it because it gets maybe it's too both lopsided. They kind the of made a comment about it, actually. Yeah, they did both. Yeah. They're yeah, both they gone. Both, yeah, both. Yeah. So both. it's a little meta commentary, but it's, it's also it's it's I mean, unbalanced. It's the, same, it's the same how they handled Vision in the movie, right? You have characters like Thor, Hulk, and Vision in a battle like this. Yeah. You spend too much time and effort trying to visually represent what they would do. Yeah. They would much dominate. Much easier to just write them out and say, look, Thor's going to prepare for Ragnarok. Yeah. Right. He's Hulk busy. Is gonna, he's busy. I, I like the excuse of Hulk is going to prepare for Ragnarok. Right. He's busy. Yeah. But know. that's a conceit of the genre, though. Right. So it's not new to the movies. I mean, if you read comic books, you always wonder, like, hey, how come not everybody's helping out? Yeah. It's, you just have to say, well, sometimes characters are busy because if every character always shows up to everything, then you wouldn't really have much. But of Thor story, is a key so. part of the movies and also a key part of the in the yeah. book. Well, like, at the end of Age of Ultron, he leaves. Like he leaves, Hulk yeah. leaves they, as well. Like it, I think it defeats the purpose to have Hulk there for sure because he left because he thought he was dangerous. Like I don't know why he would come back. And Thor then, can go, go whatever he wants. Oh, look! But even in defense of, of Thor and the decisions of the writers and creators, the fact of the matter is that this is a human problem. Yeah. And Thor exists beyond that. Yeah, he's like Petty Mortal. More than protecting the planet. He already this barely is, is friendly on the Avengers. Yeah. Right. He'd be like Petty Mortals. Okay. This is yeah. 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 And, and and like Arthur's saying, and God, it would be too overpowered to have these particular characters in there. Right. To keep it a little bit more human made a lot more sense. And he, he would automatically side with Cap just yeah. because. Absolutely. And it he wouldn't would. apply to them. Right. No. Who you knew? Register okay. Hulk. I find yeah. he's very educational. I find yeah. myself much more, when I was watching the movie, much more educated on this than <laughs> I th- that would have been like maybe two, three years ago. I'm like, what? The educated, <laughs> ignorant masses. I don't know why like, His title was slowly falling away. Exactly. Well, this is a Civil War book. And I tried not, and Andrew. I am totally on your side. I don't watch any previews anymore. Whenever the TV's on, and the TV's on I, we can turn it off, our TV channel. I, I, I am totally with I was like, I'm making fun of him for that, but you know what? I'm on your side. Yeah. Man. I stopped watching after the second trailer, the Spider-Man. I, I, saw, I saw the no War Machine, in the trailer, War Machine, like, on the, or a picture, right, on him on the ground. I was like, I know exactly what happens here. It's just like, fuck. Man. I know, you know what he's like? He's so to- mad. Uh, I tried not to read any of the stuff before True. to watch it because I was like, "That's hard." I didn't want to ruin any of it. Yeah, Black Panther. I was. I thought it was going to be so lame. I don't know anything about the character. I just had that assumption. But I was really impressed by the Black Panther character as well. The guy who played him, yeah. awesome. He did it really he well. Amazing. He was awesome. Yeah, it was good. It was a very strong presence. I didn't have any complaints about any of the characters. I was, I was pretty. I was really surprised myself. I still couldn't find a reason to go anti-cap. 
Dang. I know. He just diffused all of Artie's. I know. <laughs> just, uh, I know he won me over for this one, man. <laughs> he, he went a little badass. Oh, so Dang. He went against the establishment, which I was always like, I let's in the comic book too, I was kind of like, he got kind of dirty in that too. Where yeah. He, he pulled some, some stuff up. He's gone against the establishment in the books too. Really? He has. He's def- Captain America. Cap. Cap. Okay. He has gone against the establishment many so, times. Rated. Nine. He said nine, nine right? Nine, yeah, nine, nine point five. Nine. Okay. All right, cool. Nine point oh, five, even. Wow. All right. Wow. Cool. I'm pretty easy uh, audience. You're not becoming the ignorant mass anymore. You're like the ignorant educated. I'm like mass. in the middle. Moderate, moderately <laughs> ignorant. Moderately. <laughs> it's like a Paula Abdul. Uh, American Idol. She's drunk. She's kind of in the middle. Kind of in the middle between Simon and Randy. Yeah. She ends up being another Simon. Uh, yeah, exactly. Cool. All right, then uh, let's have somebody else, either on the phone, Anthony, or in the room. Wait, Ronald, do you, is there somebody's review you you want to hear before you, if you have to leave? Yeah. That's you true. Choose. That's good. You choose. That's Ronald. a good call. Mm, man, I I always enjoy hearing Arthur's perspective just because he has uh, he has quite a bit of knowledge both of the comics and of the movie universe, obviously. So Arthur. Okay. Um, this is interesting. So. I actually, this is weird because I sort of lean more, to, a little bit toward Iron Man because I understand about <laughs> accountability. Tell me why. Tell me why. I want to know why. Oh, no, no. God. Now, 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 I don't completely, right? Because there's a part of me that says, you know, there's a level of accountability that we need, right? And it's the funny thing is, and I agree with everything everybody else said about the whole movie, right? But um, there, there's actually two things I'll introduce. Uh, one parts that I didn't like, which knocked the score down for me. Um, but we were having this debate, right? You know, Artie and I were having this debate with Kai. And at a certain point, I was like, wait a second here. You know, anytime you apply real world logic or real world issues to what is essentially a fiction or fantasy world, it falls apart, right? So you can never say that, okay, this side is right or that side is wrong because this whole world is totally fantasy and fiction and you have to take all those conceits, right? You can't say, well, this is what's going to really happen and that's going to be the right choice because you're dealing with a world that, where the rules are different, right, with people, powers, you know, political. And anytime you inject real world things, the whole concept falls apart. So you have to kind of because you know, again, makes it so compelling. It is, it is compelling. So I think this is what this movie does well because it, it, you know, you put the 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 issues up to a certain degree and you hold it and it doesn't go over the edge, right? And you know, if you've read comics for so long, whether it's Marvel or DC or whatever, right? The stories that hold up well are the ones that you know push the thinking, uh, whether it's you know social issues, political issues, up to the forefront and just make you ask questions. But they don't necessarily take a side or the other because the minute you take one side and say one person or one side is right versus wrong, it falls apart because you can't apply, again, real-world issues to a fantasy world, right? Otherwise, the whole thing would fall apart, right? The Marvel Universe and, and the DC Universe, it would totally fall apart because we don't live in a superhero world. We don't live in a place where people can do all these crazy things and the whole concept of superheroes are, are, are normal. So I think what this movie does well is puts it up to the line and you kind of can decide um, there's no right or wrong answer really because you can't it's impossible otherwise the whole MCU would fall apart but you lean towards Iron Man uh, part of me was but then you know at the same time it's like well Cap is right because you know you're helping out your friend right and sometimes your friendship trumps you know um, government intervention but at the same time accountability accountability is important right, <laughs> all, right so, all right 
you can't take it, you can't take those ideas to the extreme because again, this is a fantasy world, right? It will fall apart, right? You can you you can kind of apply it to our real world, but you can't apply it to a fictional fantasy world. Otherwise, it just collapses, right? Okay, the whole fantasy is done. In my opinion. So. I have to just kind of interject a little bit. The way I saw it, I didn't see this as interjecting real world like principles to the MCU, right? Mm-hmm. It was for me it was like we've had these like series of movies so far. They've created a universe. Like mm-hmm. they have certain world, they've created certain characterizations of what that world is like. And the way I perceived this movie was not trying to put real world rules on there, but the rules that have been set forth by the previous Sure. And so that's okay. So I don't think it was applying real world. So they they apply it to a certain degree, but they don't make the so my point is they don't make the decision for you and say this is the right answer and this right. is what'll exactly happen for sure, right? So the people who are saying, Well, this is what's gonna happen for sure uh, versus that that side, right? Neither of them are ever gonna be right because then you're force fitting ideas into a fantasy world which will never happen. So the fact that they're putting it to this world and letting you decide, that's enough. Right, you have to kind of go at the edge and say that's enough. And the best comics over the years that are able to position a good social statement or an ideology, X Men books do this really well when they're at their best. Some DC books have done this in the past. In the past, when they put social or or you know human type stories and let you kind of decide, those are the ones that are usually the best. And they don't make the decision for you. They don't tell you which is right versus wrong because they can't. Right? Nobody can ever know for for sure how it's going to turn out. And you're dealing again with the fantasy world. So the whole fantasy will collapse, right? So that, that's how I kind of look at it. Um, I can swing, you know, either way. Um, and that's fine. I don't think we need to choose a side, right? Um, obviously, a personal preference on the characters, but that's besides the point. I will say um, from a, an overall rating, I was going in with a 9, um, but I'm now kind of down to an 8.5. Um, reason being, the only thing that really stands out as a, as a, a weakness to me, aside from small nits here, there is, is the villain. Um, because the villain had a lot of coincidental things that had to happen at the right time, at the right place, in order for it to work. And I felt it's like, okay, you're kind of really bending. Um, and I was on that. Yeah, Kai will, you know, <laughs> suspension of disbelief. But also, I know who that character is, Zemo, right? And he's not a Zemo to me. Zemo is a character from the, the war who has personal grudges against Captain America because his father was a Zemo. And they're just using him in name, but he turned out to be just another Sokovian, you know, a war victim whose family was killed. And I'm like, okay, that kind of diminishes the character a little bit. But Zemo is supposed to be a, a very top tier villain. Yeah, and he's a master manipulator, so I'm glad they did that with this book, in this story, where he was not more of an overt villain. He's more of like behind the scenes manipulating, and I, I like that. Um, but the manipulation was like, okay, there's a lot of contrivances. Um, but I'll kind of let it go because overall the film is still entertaining and it, it, it still works for me. But I'm a little disappointed where I would have preferred like, okay, you know, Zemo would have been like, I'm doing this. I want to destroy the Avengers because, you know, Howard Stark, Captain America, um, and your father, you know, and all those people in the war, you guys wronged my family in the war. And now I'm taking a re- revenge on your family, right? That would have been a better tie than just saying, I'm just a Sokovian war I would have liked a stronger reason for him to go that far. Yeah. So, there, so to me, it's a waste of the Zemo character, right? Because his father was in the war. So they could have simply said, oh, my father was wronged by Howard Stark and was wronged by Captain America, was wronged by uh, Peggy Carter, right? 
and now I'm taking revenge on your family in the in the in the present, right? That would have been cool, and then would have stayed true to the Zemo character. Instead, you're kind of like, ah. Okay, For me, it came so far near the end of the movie that I was, yeah. at that time I was like, okay, there's yeah. a reason. He found, his family was killed, and he's gonna and he was gonna kill himself, which I'm like, okay, that's kind of like. That actually made it more compelling for me. He's, he wants to kill himself. So and I'm like, okay, that's not really Zemo then. I'm I, like, they could have named him some other yeah. character, and and it would have not been. It would have been like whatever, right? So I would have preferred like, okay, just use a different character, call him something else. Don't use Zemo because Zemo would have been a much stronger character. Um, I expected more, so that's probably the only reason why I knock on this movie in terms of uh, cons. And also the method of manipulation. It's like okay, everybody had to be at a certain place, a certain time, in a certain way. In order for this to work, and you know, I know you're a master manipulator, but even that's kind of like stretching it. But again, they do so many things that are right, and they balance the movie so well. Uh, I'm convinced that now, anytime people say like, "There's too many characters to juggle," that's why like movies like Spider-Man Two, or Spider-Man Three, and X-Men: Last Stand, and all those—they have too many characters. It's not how many characters you have; it's how you juggle them. It's how you manage them now. You can this, add. These, uh, you can add. They add to get, you know, these guys that. are not a one-hit wonder, right? They did Winter Soldier amazingly well. They did this movie. It's it's all about balance, right? Um, so they can do it. Nobody else has that excuse moving forward, right? So that's that's my opinion. So I would say overall, um, between not choosing a side because of the whole real-world issues um, and uh, the villain being not who I would have expected or wanted. That's why it knocked it down a little bit. But other than that, I mean, gosh, movie was amazing. <laughs> you know, everything you guys mentioned, spectacular. Actually, addressing the whole power responsibility discussion, fabulous. Um, the acting was on par. I liked Robert Downey less snarky here. He was actually very serious. Um, he wasn't just like quipping the whole time, which was nice. Um, yeah, they actually explored it, and then you just see the difference between that and BVS, where they don't even talk about things. Oh, God. Right? And here, they're actually actively debating, right? They're kind of being the audience. So um, that's all I can probably say for now. I mean, I probably have some others here or there, but those are the, the main things I at least wanted to put out there. So, so if you had to choose, you'd go Iron Man? Um, no, actually, I, I was sort of leaning toward, but I, you know, I can't choose because I, can I can really see both sides. You have to. Yeah. You made <laughs> I'd still help my friend out first. So I would say, just by a slight margin, I have to choose Cap because it's like when my friend's in trouble, I gotta help my friend. But I, I but accountability is like so close though. It's like yeah, you know, there's a level of accountability that you know if superhumans are running around amok, it's like wait a second, who's accountable, right? Somebody's gotta like I gotta find somebody who I have to hold accountable for this, right? And the X Men movies are really good at, at when they were good to kind of address this, the whole mutant registration thing, that kind of resonated, you know? So that part of it is very, very close. That's funny. My whole thought is like, why should they be accountable? Why, why do they have to be accountable? Like, Mine was a little different. I, I understand accountability, but I am more for self-regulated accountability, just like the Justice League. Well, just like but see, that works in the fantasy world. But that's what this is. You can also yeah. you can argue You're the other way though. At that point. So you can argue the other way, right? Yeah. This is the fantasy world. So anytime you apply these things, self-regulation will work in the fantasy world, but in the real world. But that's what I'm saying. Ain't you have work. to apply the rules that the universe has created, like the MCU universe has, right? The movies. You sure. can't like use the books and stuff because there's a certain timeline that's sure. been created. But at a certain level, there's there's gonna there's gonna be some level of accountability that in this fantasy world that people are gonna want. They've they've positioned it that way, right? Mm -hmm. And 
yeah, you have a small number of, uh, of superhumans that can do tremendous damage, but you still have five billion people on the planet. Okay, so your odds are still against you um, in that sense, right? So you can still argue both sides in the, in the fantasy world um, to a certain degree. So, but anyway, I I don't want to make this. Arthur would have changed his vote to Iron Man. I would have to like find a reason. So anyway, um, let's uh, let's hear from somebody else. So. Anthony, Artie, Kai, Dot. I think we should go Anthony to get some phone balance. Yeah. Phone balance. Boo. Wait, did you give a number? Yeah, 8.5. From 9. And it, that's not to mean that the movie's bad. It's still one of my top movies, like Ronald said. I would say, like, Iron Man 1, Avengers 1, Winter Soldier, and this movie, those are, like, my top Marvel movies right now. Like, wow. You know, on equal footing. So, All right. There you go. Right on. Hey, Boo. All right. Uh, can you guys hear me okay? Yep. Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, first couple of notes, Arthur, I don't know if you guys heard me, but you talked about juggling a bunch of characters. I say, I was trying to say that, uh, Apocalypse has that issue as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> so just be aware of that. Um, also, I'm just randomly reading news. It looks like breaking news, uh, the lead, uh, the lead candidate for Captain Marvel may be Brie Larson, which is actually, I think, a really good, wow. uh, yeah, hire if they got her, because uh, she's a really good actress. She's super young. You said well, the girl, girl Captain America? No. Have you guys Cap- seen uh, Scott Pilgrim? Cap- Captain Marvel is a, a seasoned woman. That girl? Yes. A seasoned soldier. No, not the girl you're thinking. Uh, the the character? animated the girl series? No, no, in the books. Well, in the, the animated series. Singer. Anyway, Anthony, yeah. keep going. Sorry, okay, all right, back to my review. Um, right. I'll try to be quick about it. I thought I, I'm on yeah. the same wavelength as Ronald. I thought it was, uh, I think to me... Uh, it might be Marvel's best movie. Um, well, uh, maybe tied with Avengers for me. And the only reason I say that is because I think it's um, it's not a perfect movie, um, but I think they did a lot of things very smartly. I thought, um, like, I thought that uh, yeah, they they did things very smartly. So um, so for example, I really liked. The action scenes. I thought the action scenes were done very well. Like you can see, I like the the Russo um, style of shooting. The action scenes, like yeah. I, yeah, it's just really impressive. Like way better than Age of Ultron CGI. Like you know, mush. Um, uh, <laughs> I felt like I could see stuff really well in in Civil War. Like I really like Black Panther's introduction. Like I, it was awesome. Like when even run, them running down the streets, what I thought was amazing. I it just looked really. Like, they were running really, really fast on that street. Um, uh, I thought how they, I think Kai kind of brought it up earlier about, like, we have to hold our powers back. Like, they couldn't just have Thor there because he'd destroy everybody. Like, that was a really good way of doing things is that they weren't really mad with each other. They were preventing the other team. One team was preventing another team from trying to get on that plane, right? And so they weren't going full force. They weren't, like, Vision wasn't trying to, like, he could have destroyed everybody, but he didn't because, you know, he's holding back. Like, it, that wasn't the conflict. Um, uh, and mm-hmm. what else did I really like? Uh, I thought the end was really smart, too. I think everyone kind of assumed at the end Zemo was going to activate those five Winter Soldiers. Instead, yeah. uh, you know, he, he had them all killed. And so now this... That was a surprise. Yeah, it was a surprise. Like, I, you know, I think... Yeah, the, the generic yeah. move would have been to have the Winter Soldiers fight against, you know, the, the, the three guys. And 
would have been cool. I was actually looking forward to it, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> it was a nice twist. No, I, yeah. like, I like how they played it kind of smarter, too. Um, and with Arthur, I thought uh, that uh, the, the villain, like Zemo, was like, he had so many things like happen perfectly for him. Um, right, you know, right place, right time. Uh, um, but uh, overall, I, I really enjoyed the movie. And here's like the biggest thing too is like the reason why it's my favorite is I don't think you can make this movie like you need a culmination of 11 movies to do this movie. You couldn't have just dropped in like, oh, watch Civil War. No, you need like, you know, Captain America's background. You need Iron, Man, Iron Man's background. You need like some of their background so that you can introduce a Black Panther. You can introduce a Spider-Man. And so True. I think you know, without those other movies, you can't do this. And, and for me, that's why it's like, it, it'll it probably, you know, tops the list. My favorite movies is, is like, it's a comic book movie. They put together a ton of comic book characters and made it work and made it make sense. And um, uh, yeah, I thought it was, it was really fun. I, I watched it a second time. Um, cool. Uh, I didn't pay for it. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> Share. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't live near you, but I would. <laughs> um, um, and I still really enjoyed it uh, the second time I watched it. Um, um, yeah, second time through, it was still yeah, it was still a lot of fun. And like I think when, you know, in the future or whatever, like if somebody has never seen a comic book movie and is a comic book fan, I would say Civil War is probably going to be the best one or Avengers, one of the two. Um, cause I think it just brings a lot of like the comic elements together and, um, I, yeah, I really enjoyed it and I'm super happy that the Russo brothers are going to be doing infinity, whatever, infinity yeah. war, because I was pretty disappointed with age of Ultron actually after, uh, two rewatches. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I really like Civil war nine. Wow. All right. Ooh. Wow. Wow. Three nines Wait, and an 8.5. Wait, you choose a side. Oh, here we go. Oh, Captain America. Uh, not a question. Cap. Dude, Bucky killed his parents under mind control. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Cool. All right. So, in the room, we have three more. Yeah. Artie Kai or Dot? I want to go with Kai just because I know he has more negative comments. <laughs> <laughs> Balance the or do we want the female? No, she's going to derail the discussion. Oh. Yeah, we should say more. Okay. All right. But she's going yeah. to go a different way. Oh, damn. Oh, she's, oh, she's adjusted because Nick, did, Nick threw off her plans. Yeah. As much as I like to disagree with Artie. <laughs> uh, no, this is going to be. Okay. Kai? Um, Wait, can you, uh, Arthur, can you? Put the laptop near, like, just turn it to, to him so we can hear him a little bit clearer. Oh, hi. Yeah. Okay, um, I may ha I may have to shift because oh, here. Here, the cable is not really. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Just, just so That's we better. Know, the audio picks him up. Okay. Okay. Main, um, your main points, Kai. Main All right, points. so I will preface this. I will preface this with saying that I probably do agree that this is this is probably the MCU's best movie in the lineup. It was absolutely a solid movie. Um, I've, I've, I've watched it twice. I liked it more the second time, mostly because I understood Zemo's character a little bit better. So either I didn't pay attention as well, or 
it could have been a little bit cleaner. Yeah, but I, I, I agree. Re- like watching it yeah. a second time, I, I just, I, I must have missed things like the first time. Like I don't know, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of story there, and you just kind of miss it. Just watching it a second time, like okay, I get it a little bit better. Right. Okay. Like I definitely grew appreciation for uh, what Zemo's character was looking to accomplish. Um, motivationally, uh, after the second watch, oh, okay. and most of the stuff I had, I had caught because it's 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 a clean execution. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of stuff is either expressed explicitly in dialogue, or it's very transparent in the way that the characters interact with each other, or we're shown through you know the cinematography, which is mm-hmm. right power to the Russo brothers for writing a good screenplay. Oh, so I so have to watch it again then. Now, if we go into the nitty gritties of me having to like pull out stuff that could have been better to for me make this like a like a ten movie. Mm. <laughs> um, I was talking. <laughs> well, a ten movie. All right. Well, I mean, a ten movie to me, you know, encompasses everything, right? You have you have the you know you have the score, you have the screenplay, you have the dialogue, you have the plot, right? Like all the pieces, if they all are hitting their strongest note, that's a ten. Yeah. Right, and for me, almost everything was there, <laughs> except for what a little bit of what Arthur has touched on, which I talked about, which was uh, the Winter Soldier character, at least in terms of the way that they moved the plot device to really trigger the final nail in the coffin between Captain America and Iron Man. Mm-hmm. And the reason is because here, now you have Zemo obsessing over, you know, December sixteenth. 1991 right over this overt mission that the winter soldier was supposed to complete to get these this super serum for more super soldiers right right and the whole time you're kind of guessing what it is what it's about and you know i can i can kind of you know uh, chalk up the whole how he got the video and said okay this is exactly what i'm looking for because i've been pouring through all the hydro files but my problem here is that I understand what they're trying to accomplish by having an emotional response for Iron Man to be definitively against Captain America. I get the goal there. And in fact, I really applaud uh, RDJ and Chris Evans and Winter Soldier's acting here to really portray that through acting rather than through the actual written script. Right. Because yeah. I thought it was an incredibly weak how Winter Soldier, one of the most elusive assassins, you know, in the in the United States, if not in you know, on planet well, Earth somehow went to kill Tony Stark's father. A high-profile target. A high-profile target. Okay. Who's well deep into his age, which has a plethora of technology, carrying a very, very important payload on a conveniently <laughs> monitored yeah. street yeah. Yeah. with camera a perfect from? camera yeah. to give a shot of... Two him. cameras. Two, two cameras. Yeah, yeah. And two, two right. angles. Of him killing his parents. Of him yeah. killing his parents. Two angles? Yeah, where yeah. Winter yeah. Soldier was explicitly told to be secretive yeah. and clean about it. But it was like the most overt yeah. and like Howard Stark was completely unprepared, right? And Winter Soldier was completely caught on camera and the execution itself was the dirtiest thing ever, right? right? He crashes the car into a telephone pole, drags out the, the, the father, shoots him and then crushes, you know what I mean? It's yeah, just like... so open. It was just completely blatant and set up for what I thought would be the video to basically trigger uh, an emotional response from Iron Man. So to me, I think... The Russo brothers were like, look, there's really no easy way to write this video. So let's just make it more over the top okay. to get a stronger response out of Iron Man. Because if you get a situation if you get a video like Howard Stark fighting Winter Soldier, 
you know, where he's actually prepared and it's more realistic. Mm-hmm. You know, you get a sense of pride within Tony Stark and maybe he's not as bothered by it. He went down fighting. But, right, exactly. But because of how how dirty and how maybe not personal, right, but how execution wise the the mission was carried out. Raunchy. It yeah. not raunchy. It's actually the mom. Visceral. Raunchy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Because of how visceral the murder was, because they're like, look, we know it's really obvious, so let's just make it a very, uh, very intense murder. It it helps Iron Man really feel, you know, rage. very mostly like you know, incredible rage about what happened, right? Whether or not Winter Soldier was controlled at that point, it happened, and that's enough for him. And so for me, I thought that was incredibly shaky to set that up to say, okay, like I get why you're trying to do a very definitive. Uh, uh, you know, wedge between the two characters, but I, I felt like it could have been done a little bit better. Yeah. So okay. I suspect so, that the Russo brothers are very aware how sort of stupid yeah. it was. I think that this is pandering is not quite the right word. So it's something that you kind of have to have dumb moments, or we're going to spend yes. much time in the movie. I agree. Yeah. Kind of yeah. explain a yeah. more uh-huh. intelligent yeah, way about yeah. it. Right. You don't have enough right? time. So I just want to make sure that you know we understand that I think the Russo brothers are smarter than this. But they gave concessions to move. No, I agree. But, and I'm just, I what I'm saying here is that I'm acknowledging yeah, that this was a concession. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would agree with that. Yeah, you know? I agree and, too. It's like, I think it's a little bit of a nitpick, but because I, I, when I was watching it, I was thinking about the same thing. Like, how would you do this back then? Like, how do you convey that same thing yeah, without yeah. a video or without a video? It's just really hard. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's really hard. And it's a desolate road. I mean, yeah. really, though. I mean, how do you know which tree that? <laughs> totally. Exactly. How do you make sure that you, you <laughs> right. see the dark off, hit that tree? Right. <laughs> right on those two characters. And the character's supposed to be a ghost, I mean, right? Winter Soldier. Right. The, the character's a myth. He's supposed to be a ghost. Like, oh, nobody man. can see him, and here he is captured on camera, <laughs> murdering two of the most important people. Yeah. You know? And you know, the arm's not a giveaway. Right, right. Exactly. Like, how the camera was maybe, like, set up there by, like, him to like go kind of not even. Video yeah. that. it doesn't matter I give him concessions there like, yeah. I but yeah like we, I think we all agree like it's probably one of those concession yeah. things whether it's time or budget or, or lack of yeah. an yeah. idea to do it better maybe they just had to go with what they could do so but it, but it did achieve that feeling as an audience member of Tony Stark's pain when yeah. he saw that yeah and for me to sit there and watch that video after I said okay that was really dumb how they set it up but oh shit right because now you almost thought they were gonna be together. You're like, nope, that's it, done. Iron yeah. Man's gonna fuck these two people up. Yeah. And well, now I know why they're fighting. Credit to the Russo brothers also True. is that they opened the movie with the scene of him flashing back to his parents. Right. Mm. The moment they had because they set up more of the sort of right. You get the contextual social trauma right. or or the dramatic trauma. irony. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they didn't just throw it on you and expect you to to, to care. Accept that. Oh, it really bothered him. No, they qualified it. Yeah, no, of course. They, they, right. Right. they planted the seed right. early. To, to, so well, they have to, to, otherwise it falls flat later absolutely. on. Yeah. And a, you know, there's a payoff. I mentioned because a lot of movies, a lot of filmmakers neglect the need to qualify. True. Yeah. Uh, yeah of course. Reactions. Of course. And they did. So you know, yeah. credit to them. Yeah. yeah. So if anything, I know. I think they they knew how weak he was going to be, mm-hmm. and they shorted it up in other ways to make sure look. We know how much of a concession point this is, but we're going to do this our best, the best that we can to make this as little of a nitpick as possible. Sure. And I think they accomplished that, right? Yeah. Um, and so that that was my criticism with the way that they set up Winter Soldier as a as a wedge there. Uh, but my second one, which is a little bit lesser, was actually uh, was Scarlet Witch's participation in the Civil War. 
So I thought that was, out of all the characters, probably the weakest in terms of her picking a side for the characters. And I say this because you start the movie with her being a part of the Avenger team with Iron Man, um, sorry, Captain America, and she accidentally kills, right, like 12-plus innocent people. And she's the one that you see emotionally struggling with the damage that she's done to the public, even though she's trying to do good. And they have an explicit conversation about this between her and Captain America. And I get that she is probably one of the most powerful, if not the most powerful on the team. And so understandably, Iron Man wants to, you know, put her in a more controlled environment. Sure, he didn't tell her, but we're, as an audience member, supposed to believe that First of all, she has she's initially at least emotionally supporting the idea of being accountable for the damage she's done because she shows remorse. Yeah, sure. True. That's the way that we see that. But we get into the situation where suddenly she's under, you know, house arrest and she kind of reacts to it like a teenager. Right? Cuz she's like Is she a teenager? What? Isn't she a teenager? She's she could be a teenager. She's probably she's much probably older. younger. She's probably like yeah. 19 or maybe right. be young kids. Right? And she she discovers she's under house arrest. And you actually still see her kind of struggling with, okay, I understand that I'm on house arrest, and maybe I'm a little pissed about it, but at the same time, you know, I understand yeah, the extent of the damage I can do. But the scene wraps up really quickly where Hawkeye just goes, hey, let's go. And then she's like, okay, yeah, it's time for me to get up and do something. And it's just like that immediately jumped to, oh, like, I'm so remorseful for the amount of innocent people that I killed. Maybe I should be under a little bit of accountability to, oh, I just need to get off my ass and do something, so I need to support Captain America, who's above accountability. Just seemed wrong to me. It, that logical leap to me was a little way. bit too quick. Okay. She felt the most negative impacts of that whole thing. Yeah. Though, she was the one actually being confined. No one but knows. that's the thing. Her, she reacted to the confinement not, not the rather than the actual remorse whole point of yeah. the Civil War. I, I right? think I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Like right? She didn't like that Iron Man lied to her. It was almost yeah. To me, it was almost like a tantrum. I mean, it wasn't a tantrum. I think it was for her. She was supposed to be an Avenger, and she was supposed to be part of the team, like an equal, but she was being treated As like, a kid. like a child. Right, but that's a different issue than we need to be taking a side for yeah, our she's power. She's not picking a side. Yeah. yeah, I she, know what you mean. Yeah, she's not picking a side, but it, that's why she left, right? She was like, and that's my point. She, she didn't, didn't like that. A side based on the stock issue, she picked a side based on her right. own personal problems right. being put under house arrest, which I thought was weak. But that seems a valid point to me. Like, yeah, I mean, people choose anything, for different reasons. Like, they had a hard time picking anyway. Any reason she did, any of them had to pick a side is like, yeah. Well, no, I think, right. well, okay, I mean, you can say that uh, Ant-Man's Ant-Man. and Hawkeye's were probably right. just kind of like almost as weak, right. but they random. spent time to basically give Scarlet Witch that screen time and to show a little bit more depth in the way she was responding you to the situation. You think she had more deep reason? Yeah. Right. I thought she was just a catalyst. I think she got screen time to, like, come up with a catalyst, like, a valid reason for, like, where that fight was based off of. Like, the trigger. So it needed a trigger, and she that's what she was set up to be. Sure, but then you use her as a trigger and then give her a lame excuse for choosing a side. It, regardless, it sucks either way, right? Because yeah. the whole the trigger, to be honest, was still the amalgamation of all the different situations that happened. I see it differently. I mean, I'm actually surprised that you're calling that out as um, a, a, a point of contention because the way I see it is that Scarlet Witch... Um, She's an emotional person. They pretty much established that from mm-hmm. the age of Ultron. And yeah. her ability to go from 
totally psychologically possibly damaging and traumatizing to res resolve is very quick, as they did Age of Ultron when she was in the room and Hawkeye had a pep talk, and mm -hmm. she came out guns blazing. I think what you saw was a woman who was on the edge. She definitely had remorse and regret about what happened, but she understood that a job needed to be done, and when Hawkeye showed up, it basically made up her mind about where I need to stand regardless of my initial feelings about what has happened. So, and the reason she stayed behind when she found she was house arrest, because it's true, she's kind of like, you know, um, some of you guys who can't definitively say which side I'm on, but she kind of has an idea that if you held a gun to her head, and Hawkeye showing up and being that gun to her head, says pick a side, she said this is where I'm going to be. Yeah. So okay. I, I, I see that as very clean. But that's my point, right? Because of the fact that you have to point a gun and say just pick a side, that's the definition of not clean. Because there's a bunch of ambiguities and decisions subconsciously that she's making behind her head that the viewer doesn't get to see at all. But you can feel it. But that's but you saying that you can feel it is the definition of subjective to say you might have felt it, Absolutely. but I didn't feel it. Absolutely. I didn't feel it at all. And I felt like it was too subjective why she picked the side when she had so much screen time to show why she might lean. In fact, I thought she was going to lean to Iron Man's side the way that they showed it. Definitely up for interpretation. See, but I'm that's sure. a good part about it. Like, so you didn't know with her, you didn't know which way she would go. It was very like all the characters. You were kind of like you could. See, but you could be. But my point is right. Like, so the, the the better demonstration of this was Vision. Right, Vision was someone who had very little screen time, had a very more ambiguous reason for picking a certain side, but he picked Iron Man's side, right? Because he's he's on the side of life. If you want to go by his his Ultron standings, right? right, And that's easily oh, the same way they could have characterized Scarlet Witch's reason for picking a side. She could have been, you know, she could have been shown to be more indifferent, but subtly on Captain America's side, where she was a little bit more hesitant, she was a little bit more questioning, but she's like, you know what, I am going to be on Captain America's side, but I'm not going to fully commit. Because that's exactly what the role Vision played. And But however... Okay. Because she had that immediate switch that was slightly suggestive, she went all the way over to Captain America's side and fought for that side. And for me personally, it was very hard to believe why she went over to that side when everything indicated that she would support Iron Man in the way in that she needed to be accountable for the vast power level of her abilities. I interpreted it completely differently. Yeah. I very much believe that she would absolutely be on Captain's side. Yeah. I didn't see And that's my point. That was moment. It was... Even it, was, it was weakly presented for how strongly they put her on the side. I don't think so. I disagree very much just like that. Because from the very beginning, you see her like working closely with Captain America. Like When that event happened, she was trying to save him, and he was there for her. Like They were very closely connected. So when push comes to shove, you're going to choose sort of the right. father figure. But that's the thing, right? You're coming up with different reasons that that might have, that I might, to either counter or support why she's going to pick Captain America. But I agree with Arya, though. Even though we use different words, I used to get in the head. She said, sure, but we're arguing for different subjective reasons on why she might pick Captain America. So regardless, it's not clear. It's I'm not talking thing. about, yeah. about yeah. whether or not how easy it is for her to pick Captain America's side. I'm saying it wasn't clean in execution for why they immediately cherry-picked her for that side. Well, I think at the end of the day, regardless of your perspective on how or where you thought she would end up, the storytellers have just have told us where they want her character to develop and where she is psychologically with the effort they're trying to do. Yeah. Which I think is, and then I, I, I acknowledge too that it is left open to some interpretation and that there are different views. But but I, I didn't feel that it was at any point that I could ever really question personally. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Those are good points. I didn't consider 
through it. Yeah. 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 I'm not. And I was up. with you because I thought the whole time she was going to be like, no, I deserve this punishment. I will stay. Mm-hmm. But then she chose. And for me, that's very familiar. Maybe that's like a woman trait. I don't know. But that is. I didn't want to say it, but I thought so too. We all knew it. You know it's yeah. because you want to do the right thing because you're like, I you deserve punishment, right? It's like, I did something wrong, I deserve retribution as, like, you know, cause and effect kind of deal. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, it's also like an emotional thing for a woman yeah. where it's like loyalty. Right. So loyalty wins out probably in the end. Well, you said it's true to the, the mm-hmm. Hawkeye mm-hmm. shows up, that's the gun to the head. Like, we've been asking everyone, like, no one really wants to choose. At that point, she had to choose, right? Because yep. she, if she said no to Hawkeye, that's it, she's choosing. Or she right. goes with him. True. Either exactly. way, she had to choose at that point when he showed yeah. up. Yeah, and so was a visual smoking gun, and it's weak. Okay. To, it, mm-hmm. But in your interpretation. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay, right? Because I'm like, small nitpick, I think, but... <laughs> Ant-Man, that's a good word. What did you say? I just thought it was a, that, that, that is a slight nitpick. I mean, you can go through every character and be like, yeah, it's Kai. Yeah, it's Kai. <laughs> no, like, both, yeah. of these, both of these are nitpicks. They're both absolutely nitpicks. Yeah. But I'm just that's pointing out. Kai, though. He nitpicks hard. Really like, yeah. I say that's good, but at least he supports it. So yeah. I you, think know, you don't you, have to agree with him, but I, at least he supports it. I think absolutely. if you want to like point to a specific, like who had a really, which doesn't make sense, and why I'm really interested in seeing um, that the sequel is Ant-Man's. Uh, yep. Participation because like he in the first movie, he all he cared about was his daughter and like yes. stay, how to stay out of jail, and now he's in the fight where he's probably gonna go back in jail. And <laughs> exactly, and so that was, just, yeah, that's another lesser nitpick. It it didn't make sense. Um, even though like um, I think Ant Man was like my favorite character. Like in, in actually, the sorry, go ahead. Keep going, keep going. I, I'll I'll rebuttal. I think. Okay, but keep going. I'll just I think yeah he he was my favorite character in the movie. Um, so like I, you know, I'm so glad he was in it, but I just like um, if he did all that like, and then now he's back in jail. It's just kind of like doesn't make sense from, from the first movie, and so I, I'm interested to see like in the sequel um, how. I mean, they're obviously going to explain it somehow. Well, what was right. his reason? What was so, Ant Man's reason? So they don't thinking? say, it, but logically, I was thinking the same thing. But you know, in the Ant Man movie, he does things totally illegal. For the sake of his daughter, right? Mm-hmm. For his family, right? So I think he 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 understands what Cap's going through. Where, yeah, you're breaking the law, but you're doing it for a good reason yep. for his friend. So I can identify with that more than okay. It, it's probably better if I stay clean, because otherwise I'm going to go to jail. But oh, you know, he's doing it for his good but friend. See, that's why, that's, that's why I felt that's where it was okay for me. Where Ant Man chose that one side because I think he was looking at it from that perspective. Who's but this? to me, it's like having kids, right? Like you were saying earlier or well, like, closeness because Whatever. i have a child like i would want like nothing to happen to my child so i would want them to be registered so i would think using that logic that the ones with the kids would have been like and eh, gotta protect my child well i think i look at it as family broad right like bucky is like his brother like he would say look at cap and say oh you're doing this for your brother not blood brother but he's essentially like your brother and he's doing it for his family right so i i look at ant-man like He's breaking the law for his family, but, right? And, and that's what I feel like Ant-Man's doing the same thing. Like, oh, man, I really shouldn't do this, but at least Cap's doing it for a good reason. And I, I've done the same thing in my past, so I, you know, I just, I, I'm going to take the chance. I just think so. the counter-argument is his in, in Ant-Man the movie, his whole objective was to be with his daughter. Like, and, it, and this is him not going to be with his daughter. So, yeah, well, I think he empathizes like, with Cap, so he he goes the other way. And that's why like, he chooses. It's not like they're friends; like he idolizes him, but they're not like, <laughs> you know. Well, I think he, I think, I think he empath- I think he empathizes because again, he he understands that he's doing something 
you know, illegal for the sake of family, right? Yeah, and that's me, what he's doing. But will, will cause him to be away from his family. I think in the first one, he's saving his family, right? So it's like, uh, again, this is, again, well, nitpick, didn't really matter. But, right, right. So, so, but that, was, that was enough for me. No, though, no, so. Can I just counter that, though? Like, in the first one, though, he was he couldn't be with his daughter because of his reputation and because of a lot of things, right? Now, like, his whole family, like, his his ex-wife didn't want him to be around her because, oh, you're like a thief, you're in prison, blah, blah. But now they know his role or blah, blah. And so it's a different, it's different this time around when he's caught up with superheroes than when he's just a commonplace. But he's on the criminal superhero side. Yeah. He's on the criminal side. He's like going to be put away. superhero at that point. So I don't think it's going to impede him being able to be with his daughter when he can. Um, If it if they weren't actually sprung out of the raft, <laughs> yeah. he would have never yeah. been yeah. caught. It's illegal. It's illegal. Conceptually, like you are allowed to be with your daughter. Before, even he, if he was a free man, he couldn't be with his daughter. But, he, but that's why he was going to be in prison, though. Like, it didn't matter. Right, so regardless, the same logical leaps that you're trying to support Ant-Man, and Anthony's trying to support Ant-Man, and Anthony's trying to support Ant-Man, right, is the same logical leaps that I was trying to argue for in terms of Scarlet Witch, Saying their motivations for picking this guy right. are weak or subjective at best. Okay, right? I mean that, because Arthur has his own. He's basically projecting his own reasons for why Ant Man is doing it. I am projecting my own reasons for why Scarlet Witch is doing it. Right, and because it's not displayed for us, it can, it can go either be, way. It can go either way. Yeah, right. that's fair. And whether that's intended is a different story. True, but I thought it was weak, and I agree for both characters. Can we get to? I want to see which side. Okay, yeah, so let's... And then your score, and then we'll move on to uh, Artie and Don. Yeah, we got two more. Stay on time. Well, so I read the comic book version. I also obviously watched this movie. And for me, the side that I picked on both of them was the same. Wow. And the side that I picked was Iron Man. Oh, damn. Why? Okay, why? I don't know why. It's just a final switch. So, <laughs> the comic book version, just like Arthur said, unfortunately, they didn't portray the idea well enough. Um, you know, and they do elaborate it in Casualties of War. Apparently, um, I do need to read it um, because I found I found Iron Man's um, argument to be compelling, equally as Captain America's. And of course, there was a bias towards Iron Man since they ended up having that be the outcome in the comic book verse. But you can easily tell that they wanted the average comic book um, reader to see Captain America as the, the hero, the protagonist, the, the, the guy fighting against the establishment, basically shoehorning Iron Man into being this villain, you know, this villain for you know, trying to look out for the very public that they're actually trying to protect. Right? And so we can argue all day about applying real-world social constructs to a fantasy world. But if we're going to collide social constructs with a fantasy world, and you know, in this case, superheroes protecting a planet full of people, I think Iron Man's point of view is extremely valid, if not one of the only ways to figure out how superheroes and what we believe and understand as the human race can coexist together on the same planet where they can actually achieve a productive goal of protecting people. Can't they do that without regulation? That's what they've been... Doing. That's my point, right? Like, you can argue you can do it with or without regulation, but in order for the people that you're protecting 
to be happy with how and why they're being protected, they need representation. That's the whole premise, at least one of the largest premises for why America even exists today, right? We threw up a huge shitstorm for being taxed without being represented, right? So I can see it being easily logical for the human race to be up in arms about saying, look, I understand that you're protecting us for X amount of reasons and from potentially extension legal events, but we need some form of rep representation or say on how or why you're doing things. And to what extent, we don't know. That's the point. It's to say that that type of topic needs to be on the table for discussion because you can't just sweep it across and say, look, superheroes need to have you know, sweeping power over the... It's not that, though. They're not trying to, they're not trying to rule them. They're not trying to govern them. They're like, hey, we're just saving your ass when you need and it. And that's it. Okay. <laughs> how dare you tell us how to do it? I'm going to save you, whatever, right? But you're coming you're at tell it. me, like, how to do it? Like, why should I... But, well, what so I his, like... his point is, I think the common, within this world, the he thinks, he feels that the common person needs some level of recourse. So if you damage the building that killed my kid, I don't care if you're self-policing. Someone's accountable. i got to yell at somebody. Right. That's that's his point. The, the con person is sure. going to be like. Why can't that be and so here's the thing, right? So that's his, his so here's another. Right? So here's another food for thought, right? You guys are already making the assumption that the governing body would negatively manage the Avenger initiative in this case, and this How is can coming. You not introduce that though. And this is I coming agree. That's a, a from the cognitive bias. Given. Given. I mean, given that the government will negatively. <laughs> The common person doesn't care. At least they have some recourse. But that's what so I'm saying. What it about the recourse if they don't do anything else. at all? It's like, okay, fine. You don't police me. I'm not going to save you. Let your let your let like, COVID, let the entire thing be blown up by aliens. It's vigilantism. It's vigilantism, though. Open open vigilantism. So yeah, I understand his point. Yourself. I'm not saying I agree, that's but the I understand his point. You tell me how to do it. Take care of yourself then. You have to understand. I understand his point. Okay. You don't have so to you agree. see how you see how extreme you guys reacted to that, right? Uh, without even entertaining, yeah, maybe, but without so even entertaining the idea. Like many things, it's somewhere in the middle. It's somewhere no, in the middle. No, I entertain the idea. I said, like, how does Bill? Like, <laughs> okay, right, I right. get Iron Man's like, wait, I just don't think you're. The ability to like rule you should be with another body who has like no experience of what you do, what you go through yes. as a superhero. Yes. Oh my like, gosh. I wait, agree. I'm seeing pigs fly because Artie and Hank are, are, are grabbing each other. Just... They don't know anything about that. Right? They don't know how they By that them. assumption. Why should they tell right. them how to, how to I'll entertain that position. By that assumption, you would believe that the Supreme Court system should not exist at all. That's, no. No, that is a they take a lot of time to understand. <laughs> wait, wait, oh, stop. Oh, wait. Oh, so they take time to understand. Right, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Dot. Hold on, hold on, Dot. Hold on, Dot. Not me. Anthony. Anthony. Just, wait. He's not in the room and he can't speak. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, hey, uh, it's 5.30. We have two more reviews. What is your score, Kai? <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to fight in the mud with you. No, no, no. I saw Pig Fly because Artie and... And Nick actually agreed, so I that's my takeaway. Yeah. Okay, now your sound score, and then we'll go to Artie and, and uh, uh, Dot, okay? We can always keep yeah, going. Yeah, I, I definitely scored a nine. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm the only nice. low negative person, so to speak. Okay, uh, Artie and or Dot. I'll go. I'd love to hear Artie last. Yeah. Um, okay. You know, I thought the movie was great. Um, you know, truth be told, I, I actually expected a bit more. <laughs> Sounds like typical dot. Yeah, unfortunately, it kind of is, but but only because the way that everybody talked about it, you know, it was like the most fantastic. And don't get me wrong, one of the best superheroes, if not the best ever made. 
I'm not really going to take a position on where I would rank it. But, um, you know, yeah, I probably am a victim of my own personal standards, so nothing is as <laughs> great as I think it could be. But general execution overall, I mean, the nitpicks are, are legitimate, specifically the the Zemo one, I think, is, is the strongest nitpick. Because, um, to your point, Arthur, it relied on a significant amount of luck and yeah. circumstance and plans aligning to yeah. really end up the way that it did. And, and for that reason, in some ways, I... I I don't want to forgive them for it because it was such an otherwise tight movie right. that they just could have done so much better in yeah. that space. Hey, um, could I yeah. add something real quick? So one thing I thought they kind of went light on as well is like when General Ross is explaining to them how because of like the Avengers, all of like this destruction was happening, but it, it, they made it seem like it's their fault. Like without them though, the whole world would be like taken like, over. Under yeah. some alien. Yes, so true. They really messaged it, which is kind of weird. But Ultron was their fault. Ultron though. was definitely. No, you can Ultron argue. Was just Iron Man. You can Ultron argue. Iron Man. Their fault uh, Iron Man too. help. Iron Man should be in prison. He was it trying to Iron help. Man. He was trying to help. <laughs> Here we go. Just saying. Uh, Iron Man and Hulk. Not about everybody uh, else. Hulk helped him out, by the way. Under regulation, just Iron Man. Iron, well, the, the Hulk helped him out actually. So you know. Did, anyway. did you guys see that meme where like he's showing the montage of all of like the you know the destruction? And he never showed the montage of when he gave the serum to Hulk and Hulk destroyed that city. You know, it's it's kind of funny. Like, um, yeah, selective re- selective reasoning, yeah. selective uh, presentation. Yes, selective yeah. memory. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, Doc, go ahead. Okay, so um, I thought that um, the plotting was good. I thought concessions were definitely made. Dialogue was excellent. Humor well balanced. Yeah. Spider Man definitely did need to be there, but I was absolutely giddy when I saw him. Agree. Um, so awesome. That performance, I almost want to say that the Peter Parker was better, if not as good as Spider-Man himself. Yep. Yeah. Which absolutely blew my mind. Both sides. My kids and I are, are big Spider-Man fans. We watch the cartoons together and things like that. And, and he was everything that I have ever imagined Spider-Man or Peter Parker to be in every aspect. Yep. Not a single point I can even nitpick. Even the whole, he didn't have to be that good in the movie and put him out and it'd still be a great movie. Irrelevant. Yeah. Um, but I will say, disappointed in the fact that if they're not doing it now, um, I, I don't agree with him ever exposing himself and his identity. Yeah. However, I wanted to see his perspective as an up-and-coming superhero, taking a look at sort of his forefathers in the superhero world, and bearing more of a significance um, developmentally on how these people are acting yeah. with each other. That, that I thought, was a missed opportunity. It could have been retrofitted, at least a line. That could have built on what they do with what I think is going to be the next movie of Civil War II is, is sort of the Dark Avengers and how Spider-Man would continue to play a role in that. Um, I thought That's Black Panther was absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Same thing with Peter Parker. The role of the prince was... Probably, in my opinion, better than the actual costume role. Because the way he spoke, the way yeah. he carried yes. himself, yeah. the ideas yeah, that he had for where he was and why he was doing things he was doing, absolutely amazing. The way it ended, even even if we think Zemo was relatively weak and killing himself as a cop-out, to see a Black Panther who's trying to avenge his father, watching a man who we realize is really him, if his mind went the wrong way, right. was an amazing way to end where Panther was going to be and position himself for Avengers where he'll play a role in the Avengers. Right. Moving on. Agreed. Um, 
you know, Kai, you mentioned to me in, in off conversation about how you hope, you know, Captain America is done with Bucky because Bucky is like the wife yeah. that he has to keep thinking about <laughs> and is chaining him down. <laughs> I, I, I like that. Yeah, like it's a very valid point because Captain America is less Captain America or the kind of man he should be when Bucky's, Bucky's in yeah. his life. But that's how it is with family. Any rule you create. Yeah, true. For the general life you live, goes out the window when you think about family. However, true. I love Bucky in this. I love the yeah. Winter Soldier. I loved him realizing his life was stolen from him and how he's been trying to cope with it and how he's trying to prove everybody it's not me. It's that's not who I am now. It's who I was. Yeah. And I don't have control over it. And and I was really looking forward to seeing Cap die, <laughs> knowing Ooh. that Marvel wouldn't leave him dead. Oh, seeing Bucky fill his shoes while he was for the out. time being, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are just plot things that I was yeah. hoping would like happen. Like the books, yeah, and and it still could happen. That is so brilliant. Yeah, they, they've, done the they've done it in the books. They've done it in the books. Yeah, it's a good story, by the way. Um, but you know, the movie in general was 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 great. Was um, I could nitpick too, you know. Um, but Zemo is the only true honest nitpick. Disappointed that I didn't see. Are they called the Crimson Guard? What are they called? Oh, October Guard. The October Guard. Oh, that would have been too much, but I, I it would have been too much. much. But I was disappointed. It ended up abruptly. Even if they brought back to life and they got off pretty quick, that would have been okay. Uh-huh. Well, the, was, oh, well, the October Guard, by the way, are the Soviet version of the Avengers. Just, oh. just to kind of uh, provide some context. Wait, no, but you're talking about the Super Soldiers, not right. the Super Soldiers. Oh, Super Soldiers, not the. Okay. I'm not talking about October. I thought okay, the Super mind. Soldiers were the October. No, no, they're not. They're, not. they're just oh. super enhanced. Yeah. Oh my bad. I actually thought that they no. were supposed no. to be that. Now, if they tied it together, that'd be cool. But they're not. Okay, then I was misled no, the whole time. Not. I actually thought it was that. They're just more Buckies. Uh, I guess that's kind of okay. Yeah. I guess the, they're more, they're more Buckies, basically. Well, so instead of a five, the, five the Super Soldiers, they are a fight between Captain America, Iron Man, and Winter Soldier. Sure. Yeah. Well, can't Winter Soldier would just stand around kind of going, hey, guys. Yeah. Well, Winter Soldier's lethal, so. Um, that, I, okay. It was cool as lethal. But anyway, yeah. Other than that, um, you know, good time. That, yeah. that scene yeah. was pretty cool, Arthur. The, were you talking about Lethal? Like when uh, Cap and, and Bucky are trying to get out of the, the apartment building and then yeah. Cap has awesome. to save him? Or save all the soldiers? The, stair- yes. the stairway scene. The, stair- where, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. the Winter it Soldier was, was trying but... to be lethal oh, and yeah. Cap's like, stop. You gotta tone it down. And then he, he's like, he's, come on, man. Yeah, that was a boy. That's a tip of Cap on <laughs> I liked it later when he's like, <laughs> breaking the rules. That's my picks. I remember that. Well, I'll tell you, I'll make a comment on that. Is I yeah. like it because you have Bucky, who's been a trained assassin. Right. And even though he's not doing such a good job, in that scene, you see him trying to adjust yeah. to yeah. the uh, idea yeah. of it. Yeah, he's trying to hold back. Right. Further indicates who he's going to become right. in the Avengers, which I thought was actually very good. True. Right. So I, I really enjoyed it, and I thought it was it was fun to watch. Because it, it took what would be a generally violent situation yeah. and kind of lightened it up a bit, and mm-hmm. also gave me good character development. Yeah. True. So I really liked it. Um, score. Of score. Um, I give it an eight point eight. Wow. Yeah. Dot, high, 8. That's 8. a high dot one. Yeah, yeah that is high for dot. Actually. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Surprised. Very good. All right. Done. Cool. Last but not least, the best for last. Mm. I, already no, been out. I just, yeah. I, just um, really? I think a lot of people have said what I want to nitpick on. So I don't know if I'm going to do it. 
But that you always manage to kind of capture a lot of what I want to say. So for me, the beginning, <laughs> we're soul geeks. We are. Soul geeks. <laughs> so for the in the beginning though, because I went into it with such hype, right? It was like, oh, this is gonna be a great movie, great movie. I was waiting for it for a long time to be this great movie. I was expecting. So I think I was kind of like, and I think that was kind of good because I was watching and I was like, okay, where's the greatness? Where's the greatness? And it was kind of like dipping, dipping, dipping. And then it like was like, whoa, this is great, right? So that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. My nitpick point, obviously, was just all the jumping to conclusions. Everyone just kind of quickly did all throughout the movie. And it was kind of like, all right, if you think about it, all this can be solved. Everyone just takes like two seconds to just be like, hey, buddy. It's kind of like a really watered-down version of, like, the BBS thing, where it's like, hey, if you just take a second to be like, here's what I'm trying to tell you, this yeah. all could have been prevented. To, to me, a couple times. this was all these skirmishes that actually led up to the whole Civil War thing mm-hmm. being the conclusion of it. To me, this whole thing isn't Civil War. That's just, like... Civil skirmish. Skirmish. <laughs> that, like, the Civil War is going to start now. Like, that's what the last ten minutes yeah. set up for me. Okay. So that, you think that was a bigger fight? Coming. Yeah, that's a bigger fight. Like, this is yeah. just, like... Yeah. Hey, trailer kind of deal, right? Because no one had any good reason to do any of this. Um, A couple of things. I saw Captain America beating people in the way he was throwing people. Like, people got seriously hurt in that stairwell scene. And I was like, that's kind of anti-cap, but okay, I'll let it go. (laughs) Um, What are the couple of the other ones? There's Oh, what really got me, what I hated, was Iron Man's reasoning. And this is, I talked to you guys about this before. Okay. It's like, he almost seemed set up for, it was like too easy, right? Like someone's mom just comes up to you, you're in this weird state, and you're like, okay, well, yeah, we do need to be like rallied. Because I, I think there was like so much more, he was just brooding. And I kind of hate Iron Man for this. Like it just kills me. Because he always does this every single goddamn Avenger movie. Where he like, <laughs> has a self thing where it's just he triggers something and it's very very like about him like what he's going through what he's feeling like what he thinks should happen that's actually in tune with the books actually yeah and i want to comment before you go on is that 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 whether you like it or not that's true to the character actually i, I think it doesn't matter not not, not um invalidating your feelings yeah but he is a narcissistic person yeah. Right. You're either gonna yeah. uh, sympathize with it, or you're gonna be like, I freaking hate that. Like, that's who you are. Yeah, I freaking right. hate that. Yeah, that's who he is. But actually, that's, yeah. he knows best. That's why. Oh, this cool. time he went with the wrong decision. <laughs> wow. He was, he was trying to do the right thing. He was trying to do the right thing. Right. Wow. And I actually agree. I agree that he made he was too easy for him. Like some mom came up. Well, no, no. The, the mom thing is just a, it's just like the final the final thing. He was already dealing with a lot of stuff yeah. before. I like how they set that up. Like. Yeah, it was a setup. It was. It wasn't sure. like one. But they thing. didn't go through. They made it look like. But Pepper, Pepper wasn't was there, he right? Like imposed it on everyone else, yeah. and it was like, and then he started a fight with other people because other people wouldn't listen. Like the only person that needed to be under supervision or in jail was Iron Man. No. <laughs> yes. Like literally, all of this happened. No, she's right. If Iron Man was locked up somewhere, a lot of this would have been prevented. Well, because yeah. if anybody was on that team for anything. In any of the storylines, it would be Iron Only for Ultron, though. Not Winter Soldier, Avengers. 
they need the most. Only for Ultron, because he was directly involved. Agreed. Yeah. But Not in general, him. nobody else has a story to support sort of being needed to be policed more than More than true. Batman. No, that's true. Yeah. And no. so then it was like, why do you have to be forced? No. Well, more than the others, I would can say. Can we talk like, about vastly. why Loki even invaded planet Earth? That's a godsend. That's a difference. Why is he? Oh, okay. Thor's different. Well, that's actually not true because you can't you cannot police a god in that way. That's why he wasn't in the movie. Right. And that's this is where I'll disagree with you because (laughs) Thor is a a being above human laws, so they can't really. Well, you have to follow what the 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 world says, Thor. He's like, screw you guys, mortals. I okay, I agree so, with you, but so for a different reason because I'm like, why are you? Getting, Iron Man is usually the one who goes against authority. Like you know, in right? Avengers, he's the one who's like, dude, these guys are telling us what to look at what their big overall plan is. You know, like that's what I'm saying. So and I was against so this time. I was like, why are you like just? Comp- I know that's the story, but I was like, no. why is he so, conforming? He, but, I agree. With why you. Like, so he, he, he is, Those were my thoughts when I was kinda, watching. I was like, normally Iron is like, fuck he, you guys. He's the rebel. Yes. Like we're gonna do our own thing. Like yes. that's why he was like all about the Avengers because like screw you, I'm not gonna be under you. I'm not gonna give you my yeah. toy. Because he, he knows all that. His, all, he because destroyed he all his suits so weird. the government wouldn't take it. That's and so now weird. all of a sudden, see, because so like, wait, 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 wait. Oh my shit! Is but that's why he should. That's why he shouldn't be regulated. Wait, you guys. They, on the same side. They, no, wait. This is the reason. This this is why they smartly like led up to it. Like, he lost Pepper, and that's kind of like started him on like this path of like you know what is he doing? They talked about Iron, end of Iron Man three. He threw away his suits, and then he couldn't stop. He lost Pepper, and then I, this is I think more of the smart they writing. Like, they um you know Rhodey gets really badly hurt, and then at the end he found out his mom. And his parents were both killed by Bucky. Like, it's really like a buildup of all these things that lead him to um, that fight at the end. Um, and I thought that was like smartly led up to. He wasn't just like, oh, he's this one way, and yeah. you know things happened in between. See, that just makes so, my point about so, why so Iron going. Man needs to just be locked up in a cell. Well, because so keep... now we're gonna have this whole new, uh, new like Civil War two thing where it's gonna be Iron Man like having like a like <laughs> I don't know. So, so again, that is a character though. Now, both Cap and Iron Man in the books, they've gone with the establishment and also have gone against. So they're, they're I'm just they're both. For yeah. the movies. I know, and the movies, right? Yes, but movie. he, he is he is staying with the character. I'm sure he is. So. Still. I'm just saying. Whether you personally like him or not, that's no, a different no, thing. I'm not saying so. anything about how the movie was executed. I was just like, Mur. okay, so keep going. Yes. Was there? Yeah, there's another nitpick, right? There's a second one. Was that? Or was definitely. That? Um, what was my? There's no. There was. There were so many. I keep keep it to like one or two. I should have like lost. <laughs> I should have written everything down. Yeah. I, I want to nitpick well, the whole movie. We have the Slack um, room for that. But pick yeah, one or two. Seriously. Oh, I pick know. One or two. Why don't you join the Slack room? You too, Dot. I know. I have, and I've just never actually checked. There's like 1,000 messages for you in there. Um, no, it just was, pick one or two major. Hold on, man. <laughs> There's just so many. The so the Scarlet Witch thing, yeah, I'm I'm totally not with you on that one. <laughs> like, I see why she chose sides. The fight scene was just like, for me, it was great. Like, the whole fight thing was great. So, but I was like, this thing has like no point. Like, Go home, like. <laughs> Which scene? Fight scene. The fight scene for me it was just the like, airport. It was great. It was a great <laughs> fight scene. They were trying to stop Bucky, and Bucky yeah, found it out. The reasoning is what she's saying. Oh. Yeah, it was just the reasoning. It's like, hey, what? Like, I, I don't know. And like the whole, um, what's the guy with the thing? Vision. Vision. He was like completely underused. I thought his yeah. use was just like. 
he could have done so much more and he was just like a little flying toy i felt like like no powers nothing like he's so powerful and he was totally dumbed down i felt like completely underused so he didn't even have to be in the movie actually um well he he knocked out rowdy but anyway he needed to be there for that part yeah literally that was like (laughs) but any other scenario could have like set that up or his relationship with wanda yeah anyway keep going Bucky wanted to, to like fight him. Like he didn't want to hurt. Like yeah, yeah he didn't want to get started. He, he, he knows he messed up. Uh, he didn't want to like fulfill someone, or validate someone's reason. He, he could have stand and fought. That's, that's what I'm saying. He, like, he knew he like, messed up though. Maybe it's he just, just like, and he doesn't have a reason to try to kill. Yeah, I think he wanted right. to just say, look, I, I'm responsible, or I just yeah. can't do this anymore. Uh, yeah, just that's that's die. It's best yeah. for just die. I'd rather die. I mean, because, I see your point, but yeah. yeah but I, I feel like yeah, he's like, I, I need to be done with this. I need to move on with my life. Like right. I said, there's a lot of like things I could have taken with a grain of salt, and which I did throughout the movie because I understand it's a three-hour thing. You gotta make so many concessions throughout, and I did, and so that's why I give it an eight point five. Wow, still pretty good. Same score as mine. Despite the flaws. Something okay. that seems to me that I want to quickly comment is that what what we seem to want to call nitpicks are more of if we had creative control, we might have done something right. different with it. Right. As opposed to plot holes and bad writing. Not major no, no, issues. no, no, the Winter Soldier thing is is a plot hole. Which part? The Winter Soldier video? That's a plot hole. Oh, no, that's legit. Yeah. Right. I'm not I, saying all that's of them, a plot, but some of them. Yeah, yeah, some the, of the other, stuff, the other yeah. stuff is definitely yes. creative control. Yeah, yes. you can kind of hand wave them. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, there's definitely some holes. So I'm looking forward to the Honest trailers, because I don't know if you guys watched those series, um, yeah, where yeah, they, they cut through stuff. Yeah, yeah. And the interesting thing with this is um, the Russo brothers... Uh, participated in the Honest Trailers, where oh, typically the Honest Trailers, they put out stuff, right? Well, it's and, like Deadpool, right? Yeah, the, the Deadpool. But no, the Russo brothers actually went back to the Winter Soldier one and said, okay, I'm going to explain what we did in here and try to validate that stuff. Mm-hmm. And they actually admitted in that one, said, hey, we try to make our movies Honest Trailer proof. So, and then uh, the guys are like, oh, this cool. This is not Honest Trailer proof. Right, so now we're going to say, you know, we're, they're looking forward to putting this movie out there, having Honest Trailers do it, and then they're going to sit in on that one, too. So I'm going to look forward I'm going to look forward to those guys. And, and they're good sports about it. They're yeah, really yeah, good sports. Yeah, they say, yeah. okay, you know, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, I can explain it this way, and you can take it or leave it. So yeah. that's a little in the future. But anyway. I any- still say that is a minor plot hole, what Nick and I agreed on, the whole Iron Man characterization. I, I hear what you guys are saying about all this leading up to it, but that is a severe departure from everything. So 
might not be as big of a hole as the video thing. I still think that's like. But that's creative control. Which one's not a bubble? Which one? Iron Man's motivations for the Civil War. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's that's yeah. not that's not a problem. Like I said, minor, minor, okay. not as big as a thing. One, one thing I did notice, like on second viewing too, is the geography is like really bad. Like, um, when when uh, Peggy Carter dies, like it, Cap finds out yeah. like, there's this big old explosion in whatever. Where was it? Was it? I don't know where they had it. Wakanda, right? They had it Wakanda. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. literally, like it seems like an hour later, Cap is there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, USM, UN Embassy, or something like that. Yeah, no, yeah, but that was... Wakandan people were in that building. It was in some other oh, place. Yeah. yeah, but it just seemed like it was an hour later, and Cap and his team is already there. Yeah. yeah, it was Nigeria or something. Yeah. Okay. You know what I wanted to see was they were coming <gasps> and lightning someone <laughs> straight to the head. <laughs> what the fuck? But, so there was definitely, you know, this is great discussion. There's a lot of Easter eggs that in this movie from a comic perspective that I also enjoy. I'll just kind of introduce a couple of them. You know, the end sequence when Spider-Man has a little flashlight at oh, yeah. the top. That's a throwback to uh, Spider-Man you having that right. in, in the old comics. That's a throwback to him having the little belt flashlight when he shines yeah. on robbers, right? Oh, he, they would do that. When Cap uh, drops that um, airport truck on Spider-Man, right? And he has to hold it to stop him. That's a famous scene from the comics where Spider-Man is holding up something in order to save innocent lives, right? That's a definite Easter egg throwback. So I looked at that like, that's awesome, right? Uh, that they've done many times in the book. So they've done a lot of cool Easter eggs. Um, Hawkeye shooting Ant-Man with the arrows, right? That's awesome. Um, that was an that was awesome, awesome scene. The right? Ant-Man part was right. amazing. Ant-Man and the Iron Man suit was my favorite scene. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Your conscious. Right. I love And then him flushing him out, that's a very typical Iron Man. But having him on an arrow tip being shot through the air with, with Hawkeye, that's a comic book Easter egg. Awesome. Oh, so there's a good. bunch of these Easter you know, there's a there's a, a Star Wars reference, right? Yeah, uh, the hot, the, the hot, right. The whole Empire Strikes Back thing where where it's Spider Man. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that was that was Blake. Bucky, yeah, Bucky's uh, mechanical arm got blown off. So there's a lot of interesting, fun Easter eggs, and I can always share them later on. Um, One thing I I will say is, um, gosh, what what was it? Um, Crap. Anyway, I I, I forgot. It can keep going. Um, Any kind of final... Oh, okay, here's the personal thing. Sorry. So Peggy Carter dying. Anybody have any thoughts about that? I didn't, you know... I don't care. I thought yeah. it was her granddaughter. That was spoiled for yeah. me at a comic book store the day before, the day of. Actually, some, some guy actually blurted it out on that day, and I was in the store. I was like, what? And then another customer was like, dude, some of us haven't seen the movie yet. And, and I said, <laughs> Someone you, you said it. Old, man. It's like, come on. It's like, I would have liked to. Him a I, had a, I had a question. Died. Yeah. Uh, so that Peggy Carter died. Uh, I mean, yeah, I would have liked to go in not knowing, right? Cause, I mean, I would have too, but... You know, and yeah. also, the other thing that was spoiled is on the Lego sets, they actually had Giant Man. The, in the Lego sets. Um, so I, actually, I accidentally was... saw it in the stores because I was at Target buying a gift for That was Olivia. a huge <laughs> thing for me. I was, I was like, so excited. What? Exactly. Yeah. Giant I Man showing up was awesome, right? That was awesome. But, and and I, I have to ask you guys, what, what was the theater like? Because for me... I was spoiled with it because they actually had the Lego set at the Target store and they showed Giant Man. I'm like, crap. And I was buying a gift for somebody else and I couldn't see it. I couldn't unsee it. Right? Couldn't unsee the it. stuff where Andrew was just right. I try to avoid it. And, and that was the Lego problem because I, I wasn't even looking and it was in my face. So I, I sort of expected it, even though I was so thrilled. But I mean, I have to ask, like, were you guys like, it was, it was awesome. Like, everybody was like, oh, oh yeah. It was, it was great. Like, yeah. I mean, that's cool. It was, it was awesome. Crazy, so. Like I said, 
minimalist name, but great team. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's a quick question. How yes. did Cap know? I didn't know. I didn't understand that part. How did Cap already know that Buck killed? He didn't. A Winter Soldier. How did he, he didn't. know? He said yeah, in, in the, he he had the uh, uh, Samuel L. Jackson's files. Yeah. Oh, or no, Arthur no, no. Zola. In, in the Winter Soldier, yeah, when yeah. he goes to that tunnel with uh, with Black Widow. And that villain is—he's taking over that '70s computer, Artem Zola. Uh-huh. He says, "Well, you know, the Winter Soldier has done a lot of things." Oh, yeah, they actually flash Howard Stark. Howard Stark's dying. photos, and he said, "Howard Stark murdered." Oh. And, and he basically implies, like, you know, accidents do happen, Captain, like that. And then that's when Cap's like, "Okay, he can probably sort of extrapolate that maybe Bucky had a hand in some of these things, okay. but he hasn't like fully—he doesn't know. admit it to like, himself, or he hasn't thought through to himself just yet." Because yeah. um, he's dealing with the current situation, so that was in Winter Soldier. Um, in the movie, yeah, so. he says he 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 knew like Hydra had killed his dad, but he didn't know who that it was Bucky. Like, but he was kind of like subconsciously he might have known, but he didn't. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was, he, he, said, he was sort yeah. of like trying to like uh, uh, I don't want to tell you. Uh, you know, he, I think he was trying to not weasel his way out, but sort of lighten it up for Bucky. But he really couldn't. Well, the way that he said it in that final note was great. Right. He's like, I thought I was saving you from learning the truth about your parents, but right. in honesty, I was saving myself. Exactly. Yeah. Right. He was trying to keep a secret, but it's like, you know, I, I should just tell my friend. Yeah. So. Yep. Oh, and now you remember what? Oh. Yes. yes. Um, any any final thoughts or um, comments or, or things like that? Doctor Strange is our next one. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, you know, we can't do X X Men if enough people watch it. There's enough interest. <laughs> oh, I have so many comments about that. I will torn it. And watch I'm trying to go, it. go during go next week, but okay. Well, whoever watches it, will we'll, we'll see, right? If if there's enough people watch it and there's enough interest to do a podcast, I'm happy to set it up. I, I I'm gonna watch it personally. I'll watch it early for doing. But um, you know, we'll see about podcasts. So that one's up in the air. But Suicide the next squad. one, we'll do Doctor. We'll do Doctor Strange for sure. Suicide you know, Squad, so maybe, maybe Suicide Squad if it's good. Yes, yeah, we should do Suicide Squad. Maybe yeah. if it's good. Definitely, if it's good. I heard it. If it's good, definitely. It, I mean, the signs point to it so far that Rogue One is good. Another reshooting. That's uh, oh, December. Reshooting Rogue, Rogue One too. <laughs> shooting, reshooting right. both of those. Right, that's yeah. December. So yeah. most Why likely, Disney execs were not happy or something. Right. With the tone. Well, I'm glad because if you don't do it well, do it again. Oh. Yeah. Which one's Rogue One? DC should take a note out of that. It's the prequel to um, some Star Wars. Yeah, they're doing the. There's, yeah. But anyway, right. um, we're digressing. So, um, last call. Otherwise, I think that's a wrap. And then, uh, Anthony, if you can kind of wrap up and um, save the MP4 somehow and send it to us later. And then we'll just keep the discussion going on Slack or, or Spark or email or whatever. Yeah, now I'm going to think about all these random things I hate. Other, otherwise, I'm um, rewatch it. Yeah. I do need to rewatch it. I and I want to watch it again, too. A lot of the fight clips are on YouTube, by the way. I found I them. They're all there. Pe- people found them, so they're there if you want to see them. But anyway, um, I think that's a wrap. Thanks, right. everybody, for um, the time. Always a pleasure. Thank you, guys. For the that's it. Yay. See you, Anthony. Bye, folks. It's been awesome.